the construction sector has often been the, exactly the industry where you've had to look out the hardest to get your invoices paid. Construction work usually takes months, if not years, to complete. And if you're one of the suppliers to a large developer, then often you come off second best when you want to get your invoices paid. As they discovered, no less than in Argentina, in the construction of the country's home-designed nuclear reactor. In Buenos Aires province, they have now temporarily suspended 270 workers at the uh, con construction conglomerate Tekint because, according to them, the government hasn't been keeping up with the payments. The, the story, Simon Littlewood, does highlight not just the problems with getting paid in Argentina, but it is an endemic problem for the construction sector at large, isn't it? Well, particularly given that in many countries, the state itself is one of the largest customers of the construction sector. So the state, you know, builds in many countries, builds the infrastructure, the transport infrastructure, the public buildings, the mm -hmm. schools, Low -cost housing, the roads, yeah. um, you know, whatever, the power stations, whatever it happens to be. So the largest single relationship with contractors is likely to be that of the central government in many countries. And central governments um, have cycles, and if they don't run their cycles very well, they have situations where when they collect their taxes, which is the main source of government revenue, mm -hmm. uh, they have lots of money. But as they get further and further away from tax collection, the money progressively runs out. Uh, and you get often get situations, and we've talked about them repeatedly in many countries around the world, where governments take on liabilities that they can't necessarily meet. I mean, another very good example would be the health sector, where look, the difference between publicly owned and privately owned is where there is a significant level of public investment in health, in many countries, you get massive delays to payments to hospitals and consultants and drug companies simply because the government doesn't have control over its cash flow. Yeah. Well, that's a very serious uh, issue. As a, as a contractor, then, what should you do? Should you line up at the tax office as the, the income tax or company's tax or whatever is collected and hope to be first in line to get paid? Well, the reality is that the governments don't shut down, so they have some money. Um, but they're using it to put uh, to put gas in their Jaguars rather than uh, <laughs> rather than pay rather than pay construction companies, and they make choices. Um, but yes, I mean, uh, well, this this has a particular flavour to it because it's about the construction of a nuclear power station, which kind of makes you a little bit concerned, right? Because what happens when contractors don't get paid or they don't get paid properly? Uh, they do shoddy work. And what happens when people do shoddy work when they're building a nuclear power plant? Yes, in a word, uh, Chernobyl. Well, uh, it's um, you know, one does worry that um, that it may not be. Uh... <laughs> this podcast could fast degenerate into an episode of The Simpsons. Okay. Um, you don't however, like however, the, the the fact still remains that if you are a construction company, is it as easy as saying to your two hundred and seventy workers, look? We haven't been paid by the government, so we're going to have to suspend you for a couple of weeks as a result. Well, I think that there are a number of things to look at here. First of all, this, this article doesn't give... Let's give the government the benefit of the doubt. Typically, when you do a, co a construction contract, if it's properly constructed, there will be stage payments based on what's been done over a period. And you don't, if you're building a, a, a very large building, you don't build the whole thing and then send them an absolutely massive bill in three years' time because, because all the materials have got to be bought quantity surveyors have got to be paid, the architects have got to be paid. So you have a, you have a process of stage payments based on the fulfilment of stipulated criteria, which are typically to do with stuff being finished and measured. 
and, and fixed and on fixed, occasion, right? Yeah, mm -hmm. um, and you know, I wonder if you try to cut costs and you go with smaller inexperienced companies, often they aren't good at taking care of themselves and you don't have clear contracts. That might seem like a good thing when you start, but the fact of the matter is that because construction companies are some of the, of the most undercapitalized enterprises in all business sectors, you run a very serious risk that if you don't define that and you don't keep them fed with cash, at the end of the day, they'll simply run out, which is not in your interests, yeah? Yes, there have been some uh, celebrated cases over the years of construction companies halfway through the project couldn't continue, pull yes. the plug. Yes, I mean, that's because, I mean, this is this general issue that businessmen, however good they are at doing what they do, and you know, it, it, somebody that's an expert in construction, very likely to be a man, more likely. Uh, Possibly know. from an engineering background. Yeah, yeah, uh, who takes great pride, probably, in what he does. Uh, what he doesn't take great pride in is his understanding of the dynamics of balance sheets and cash flow. You know, it's not something he really understands. It's not a core skill. But it is absolutely critical in this industry above all else because of, this, of the huge number of inputs that are required to create any kind of construction output. Multiple suppliers, you know, multiple uh, types of material, mm. the professional services, a whole yeah. range of things. And if you can't pay for them in a prompt and effective way, the whole enterprise grinds to a halt. Um, so... Um, Again, we must caveat the fact that we don't have a lot of details on this. Um, Argentina obviously has a very fraught history of labor relations. It also has a very fraught history of the relationship between government spending and industry. So mm -hmm. you Not want to mention the bond, the bonds yes. of the 90s. Yeah, so, 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 so there's a lot that isn't written here and you wonder what's behind this. I mean, clearly it's very disappointing because it also has a significant power shortage, uh, you know, with blackouts. So the fact of the matter is that, that a... Um, Nuclear power station is an important addition to their grid, and it's unfortunate that apparently construction on this is grinding to a halt. So, bottom line, once again, if you are in the construction business, you have been contracted by the government to build a certain uh, piece of infrastructure, you mentioned power stations but, and, and train stations and so on, then you're probably just glad to get the business because, after all, having the government as your customer is going to give you a lot of cachet. Yeah. Uh, are you then really going to barge into the minister's office or his department or ministry and say, you know, I need my, uh, my payments done on time? Yeah, I mean, again, we, we want to be careful we don't stray into the political arena, but we talked about a similar issue, for example, in a neighbouring country to Singapore, where something like this can sometimes be used as a way of doling out patronage. In other words, if you have a large amount of money, a big budget for stuff, you give it to people who need the work, who may have some kind of relationship with you. It might be in your constituency, it might be a political relationship, you don't know. At the end of the day, that runs the risk of giving the project to people whose primary expertise is not necessarily in construction. Um, mm -hmm. so, so we don't know, again, whether that's going on here. Um, it, 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 the comment here is interestingly from, 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 from a guy called Rocker, who's the CEO, uh, says that to build trust, you have to have a long-term vision, which suggests that the planning for this and the budgeting for this, he seems to be implying, may not have been carried out in sufficient, with sufficient rigor. Um, it certainly sounds like that. So back to my question. Should you go to the minister or to the department, the ministry, and even though you're just glad to get the work, should you then really put the hard word on them and say... I need to be paid on time. Well, first of all, it's good. it should be set up right, and then, uh, it, which is that you have a proper budget, people understand what it's going to cost, and the government makes provision to actually pay you. And you have a contract that says when you should be paid and based on what. But let's be realistic. You know, if you look around Asia, for example, there are lots of unfinished public works 
of various kinds that you can find. You know, um, there are there are unfinished roads, there are unfinished yes. uh, unfinished refineries. Where skyscrapers, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. As one of those. Wherever what, what's you your look. point? Well, my point is that people don't necessarily set set out with grand visions, but do not secure the funding in advance, whether they're governments or, or private enterprises. And very often, there's a, there's a mix between private and government. Uh, so uh, what I'm saying is, if that's the case, it doesn't really matter what the contractor does. At the end of the day, the money runs out, right? So the best thing he can do um, is share his risk by working with other contractors, maybe not take on more than he can chew, and then ensure that contracts are set up in such a way that he gets paid steadily and he's not out of pocket, you know? Um, because if he is, you know, he goes bust or he can't pay his people and the project grinds to a halt. That's not in anyone's interest, yeah? The Twitter handle is Riabu LLP. Send us a message with your thoughts, comments, and perhaps uh, your own tales of woe of the sorts of issues that you've had uh, to face in the construction industry trying to get paid on time.